Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. This is your host, Miranda Mitchell. Today, I am going to be going into more depth in the deconditioning and the way that I have been integrating human design into my life for the deconditioning. I am sharing this because As I have mentioned many, many, many times, it is the repetition and going back that supports you in your awareness of where you have triggers, where you have experiences that are hindering you, or even beliefs. The way that I found human design, as most of you know, is first the journey or the evolution of having a deep practice of yoga for about 10 years where I released a lot of the physical trauma and the physical emotions from my body. I believe a lot of them lie in my back, in my spine. I have every single one of my lumbar has either a herniated disc or a bulging disc, and it's all on the left side. Left side is more the feminine side, and the right side is the masculine. For me personally, I feel like this is because I've had to live in the masculine for much of my life. I've had to make things happen, always do things on my own. I was constantly in the masculine. So what had happened, I believe, is that it has pressed and pushed down because of the amount of tension in my body, in my right side, the masculine side, that is actually pushed and affected some of my discs. You also may know that when I went to Egypt for that entire year before, I had very bad sciatica pain. It started October 4th. I remember it was my birthday. I went out to dinner and it was really tight and I started feeling something in my hamstring and I thought it was my hamstring. From that point on, for an entire year, I had excruciating sciatica. And then I went to Egypt in September, the following year. That entire year, there were times that I had to take phone calls when I was in child's pose because I was in so much pain. There was times that I couldn't put pressure on my left foot. My entire leg was in pain because I was on the left side, the left side again with the sciatic. I, at times I couldn't sit and I had to do everything standing. At times I couldn't lay down. Although many people told me that I should go get surgery, I knew how my body would react. The last time I didn't listen to my body was when I had the COVID shot and then I broke out in shingles. 
I know that my body does not do well with surgery. I actually feel like that's why I even had alopecia. I had a procedure done seven months before my hair started falling out with alopecia. And I truly feel it was because of the trauma of my body. My body has been through so much trauma. So I went to Egypt. I ended up getting COVID in Egypt. And within that time that I was in the boat, going up the Nile, going to this temple that was shadows, very interesting, right? Or is it? It's not. I feel like everything in life is a sign if you are aware of enough to see it. Going up the Nile, going up to this temple of shadows, I had been having pain in my back for the entire year, my lumbar and sciatic. I had pain previously in my back for numerous, numerous, numerous years. And I'm going up the Nile to this temple of shadows where I was going through some deep, deep shadow work. I was feeling abandoned. I was fearful that I would be left behind because I was in Egypt and I had COVID and we were going from one hotel to another hotel. It wasn't like we we're in one place. It was a time that I was going through a lot. And I remember the first moment that I stood up in that boat with COVID, I had no pain. I truly feel this wasn't supposed to happen for me, which if you bring it in around even more, think of the shadows. I'm here to work on the shadows. For most of my career, I have been told, don't dive into the shadows. A lot of people don't want to do the shadow work. It's too much in depth. It's too much. You have to start lighter first because not everybody wants to do shadows. Well, you know what? I'm not here to work with everybody. (laughs) I'm here to do the work with the people that want to do the shadows and do the shadows of grace and love and acceptance. And yes, sometimes messiness, sometimes fear, sometimes anger, which is a new one for me, as you all know, but sometimes love and compassion and excitement. When you can get excited when a shadow comes up, that's when you know that you are really truly aware of what's keeping you stuck. For those that don't want to do the shadows, I love you. It's all good. But if you're stuck, you have to go into the shadows. You can't just sugarcoat everything. You can't just be top level. You have to go in there. You have to love it. You don't have to love it, but you have to go in there. (laughs) The reason I'm bringing this up is because through my process, all of this awareness truly happened for me when I found human design. So just before I did all the yoga work, becoming physical aware of my body and what, where I was keeping all the things, wanting to release it. But then human design came in and I realized, oh my goodness, you know, I'm a manifesting generator. I'm here to respond. And I reflected back on times that I did respond. And it was easy. Things would just fall into place when I responded. But yet it was so hard when I was planning everything in my head and making things happen. It was a struggle. And with this awareness of the strategy, it was like, you know what? I'm going to try this on. Because when I reflect back, everything 
that came easily to me, that felt good, that excited me, that wasn't a struggle, was through responding. So I'm going to try this on and I'm going to see how this works for me. That was the first thing. And yes, it's not easy. It's habitual. When you are used to, especially as a leader, a conscious entrepreneur, someone that's always doing, always putting herself out there, we're told that it is hard to not do that because then what happens, I remember there are points in times that I would sit back and I'm like, am I doing enough? I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I don't, I'm not doing enough. But yet when I think about the amount of people I was working with, the collaborations I was having, the money that was coming in for my business, it's like, wait a minute, I am doing less and it's easier and I'm doing more actually better as far as emotionally, through resources, taking care of myself, all the other stuff I was doing better, even financially. So then your mind plays tricks on you and you fall back sometimes. And then you realize, oh, wait a minute, wait to respond. So then you go back and you try again. It's not a one-time thing. I had to go back and I continue to do. So that was the first thing, learning about the human design, learning about my strategy, then going into the profile. What are the profile lines? That was interesting for me because I always didn't love myself. So I always had to be with other people. I always had to be doing. I didn't like time with myself. Well, the four, that is all about other people, fully in that. But the two, the hermit, no, not, not much at all. So trying that on, okay, let me hermit away. Let me see how this feels when I di- digest. Do I feel better when I have alone time? Let me try the two. Let me try the four. Do I connect with opportunities through people and friends? Yes, that makes it easier. The two, four. Dove into that continue to work on that. It is a progress. Sometimes you forget. Sometimes you pulled out too much. You get exhausted. I need to hermit away again. And then you hermit away and I don't want to come out, but yet it's time to come out again. So it is the awareness of the type, the strategy, your authority. What is your authority? If you think of strategy as the external drive, the strategy is how you're going to direct your attention. What is aligned for you, for you to do? The authority is your internal guidance. It's your internal compass, your internal awareness. Are you connected with your authority? Do you know what that means? And then do you trust it? Because it is, again, a practice, a practice. So for me, I'm single definition, sacral authority, lot of activation to my throat. What does that mean for me? That means I answer in response through uh uh-huh and uh uh-uh. Yes, those sounds, not yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, but through mm mm-hmm or mm mm-mm, because then it bypasses my mind. In the moment when something comes up to me, I respond mm mm-hmm or mm mm-mm, and then that way I know. If it's a mm mm-mm, but you think in your mind it sounds like a good idea, are you going to trust it or are you going to do it anyway and let the mind take over? Because let me tell you, most likely it'll be more of a struggle. It may work, but it won't be as easy or it may bring you on a different path than something else that could have shown up for you. Are you going to trust that? So that is your inner guidance. Then we even go into the centers, all of the centers. 
if they're defined and colored in, there's consistent energy that you put out into the world. Other people can benefit from the energy. You also carry that energy archetype with you. It's part of your purpose, part of who you be, how you put yourself out there, the lessons that you're here to learn, all of that defined, colored in areas in the, in the chart. Then you have the white areas where there's open, variability, variable energy. You take in energy from the people that you surround yourself with. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounding yourself around people that uplift you and support you? You know, that saying, you are the five people that you spend most of your time with. Think of that. That is why you're taking in that energy and amplifying it. If you are around people that do not support you, you need that energy as well to uplift, support, to believe in you, to give you that courage, to give you that willpower, depending on what you have open or defined in your chart. Then where do you need deconditioning in the centers? And what does that mean? What beliefs have you created about yourself because of your open centers? So we have the throat. Do you believe if it's open or undefined that you were never heard, people didn't hear you, that you have nothing to say, that people doesn't listen anyway, or maybe you're way too loud and you just want all the attention. You want to be seen. You want to be heard. And then for people with a defined throat where they just have that consistent energy, it's consistently there, and you wonder, well, what's different? The variable energy, you experience it variably, and then the defined energy. And the variable energy in the white areas are always where you will be the most wise because you get to experience that energy in many different ways depending on who you're around. So it is the awareness of what energy is mine and what energy is not. What energy am I using right now to support me, but I know is not my energy. Even then in the defined centers, we definitely can be conditioned in the defined centers, especially as leaders, entrepreneurs, people trying to make impact with their gift, with their creativity, we are told to force. We are told to be seen, be heard. You have to push, push, push until you get to that place that you want to be. Then you can rest. That drives me crazy. I just saw a post the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, this is what is wrong with America is push to the extreme, push till you burn out. Then you'll receive the success. It's bullshit. Then you burn out and you're sick. All the money does not matter if you are burned out and sick and you can't enjoy it. You can't be of service with it. So then we have the deconditioning aspect in the centers. The deconditioning is huge because these are beliefs that you have created about yourself because of an experience that happened. Let's say the experience happened at age six. So you created this belief about yourself, about this experience. It is not a one-time thing. Do you realize that you have created your entire life around that experience in some way? Meaning, maybe it was no one listened to you, so you decided not to speak. So then when you were asked to give a speech, you decided to say no. When in reality, that could have given you the opportunity to really step into your voice and share what happens. But because you continue to say no, because of not being heard, you have chosen to create the life around you not being heard. I just want to say that again, because this is not just for one thing. When you create a belief, you create your entire life 
around that belief. Your entire life, unconsciously, you may not believe me, every decision that you have made has supported that belief somehow, some way, every single decision. My question is, what if you didn't have that belief? What would your life be like? Where would you be? What would you be doing? The truth of the matter is you probably don't even know because it's always been who you are. That is why I love the chart because the chart, you can look at your centers. You can see where you have variable energy. You can see I have an undefined will center. That means I do not have consistent willpower. That means I am not lazy. That means when I made that belief about myself when I was younger, when I was playing softball, and I was called lazy, so I quit, even though I really liked it, you created that entire life around that belief. And what else did you create around your life about being lazy? This happens for everything. So when you are able to see your chart and see open centers, that's where we can work on what beliefs do you have? How intense are these beliefs? Let's work through them and get rid of them and step into who you truly are and get rid of that crap. Then you can also go into the defined centers and go into societal norms. Societal norms says we have to be successful. We have to push, 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 all these things. But you know what? I am a projector. Therefore, I know I am not here to push. I'm here to guide. I'm here to rest. So it's about tuning into those aspects and readjusting the direction of your life. At first, it is not easy. Think of this massive tornado. The wind is going around and around in a circle. What is going to happen when all of a sudden you stop? Chaos. Things are going to fly everywhere. It is the same with you. You are energy. You are energy. So when you start to shift and you start to do things differently, things are going to fall off. Things are going to fall away. People are going to push against you. People are going to be fearful because they won't understand what you're doing. You're going to doubt yourself. You're going to wonder what you're doing. Things get messy. That's because you are changing the direction of your lights. You're not staying in that same pattern. So many people get scared with this change of direction. This is the shadow. Some of the shadow work comes up here. This is where the magic happens when you're able to embrace it and not run from it, to have that support to go into it with love and support and compassion and to be able to see, wow, this shadow, this belief has really created my entire life. I don't know who I am now. And then again, fear comes up. Well, who am I? This is the magic of the shadows. This is the magic of going into the layers of human design. Then we go into the voice with the throat and the motors. The motors in the human design body graph, they push the energy up to the throat. Everything is trying to get to the throat. Everything wants to be manifested through the voice. Everything wants to be expressed. These four motors are driving that energy to the throat. What happens when you have a lot of energy being driven up to the throat, but you don't speak? Hello, that was me. Three of the four motors connected to my throat, I swallow down my words. What happens? I end up manifesting physical abuse. I end up manifesting thyroid. All of these different things with my throat. 
That is because I made the belief that what I said was too much. I was too much. I wanted too much. That was my thing that I always heard. You want too much. You never satisfied. That's what I was told. So then that belief happened. And then I created my entire life around it. Multiple abusive relationships. One relationship was abusive with the throat. I have stuff going on with my neck now. I constantly swallowed down my things. I kept quiet. The motor's going through the throat. That awareness helps you understand. Oh my goodness, look what I have been doing to myself unconsciously. No wonder why I'm so angry. No wonder why I'm sick. No wonder. Then we go into some of the astrology aspects. The last year I've been diving into the astrology and the gene keys. The thing with human design for me is it is a de-layering process. It is something that you will get to go back to all the time. I've said this before, but I want to emphasize it again. Self-reflection, learning about yourself, and deconditioning is not a one-and-done thing. It is not in six weeks, in six months, in two years. It's not. It's entirely your entire life. It is not someplace to get. You get to enjoy it every single day. And once you're able to love it, it's exciting when something comes up. Then we go into the astrology aspects. We go into the sun. What does that mean? Mercury, that's the way I communicate. What gate is it in? Oh my gosh, it's in the 28. I'm here to talk about my challenges and struggles. And it's in Scorpio and I'm here to talk about the shadows. Like you go into all of that, but you have to start the process of the deconditioning of strategy, authority, your profile lines, awareness of your centers, where you have conditioning. You have to do that first. Then you get to add in the other stuff. You can't be adding in stuff when you haven't let go of stuff. It's all about bringing in the astrology. Then you get to go into the gene keys, which goes into the DNA cellular level, which then you get to sit back. You get to digest, contemplate, and reflect. This has been a game changer for me, but I truly feel I had to do the work of the physical releasing the conditioning first. I had to have the awareness of where I was conditioned, how I had created my life, how I can express it. Am I doing my strategy? I had to do that first to be able to add these nuances in, which is just a beautiful bow on the top. It's such a beautiful experience to read these things and contemplate and meditate on these things and your heart just opens because you know it's true. You know it's true. Also, you never know where you're going to be led. There has been so many things that I have been led to since I've started doing things differently. First, with my travel, that was a huge catalyst of realizing I was conditioned by my schedule and I don't like it. I thought I loved it. I didn't. I had to do it to get things done. I don't love it. I want freedom. I want flow. I want to travel. I want to meet people. I don't want consistency all the time. I thought I did because I didn't have that when I was a kid. We moved all the time. So I wanted consistency. That was conditioning. That was fear because I thought I wanted it because I didn't have it when I was younger and I wanted to feel safe. Now that I realize this, I can feel safe and flow. I can feel safe when I speak about things that are uncomfortable. 
Then it moved into the awareness I'm going to ecstatic dance. The awareness that, you know what? I stopped dancing because I stopped drinking. I don't do any of that anymore. And I don't put myself in places that I have to deal with people that are drinking and stuff. It just doesn't, I, I don't enjoy it anymore. And now I get to do ecstatic dance in a way that is safe. It's in my own space. I don't have to worry about anyone else. And I get to move and release things from my body in a fun way and then come in a community container and share with these beautiful people. I would have never thought I would be chanting. I would be singing. I never sang. My yoga teacher training and it was the chanting. It was the scariest thing because I had to actually sing out loud. What? I didn't even do it in the shower. It was about my voice. I didn't like my voice. So I didn't sing. And now I'm doing summits where I'm chanting and I'm chanting here and I'm singing here and I'm doing ecstatic dance here. And I would have never known that was coming if I didn't let myself respond, if I didn't let myself decondition what I thought I needed to be doing or what I thought I should be doing at my age, in my business, with who I am, all the shoulds. Now I'm also doing a CEU with yoga with another yoga teacher. Never thought that that would happen. Doing a retreat in Costa Rica in 2025. Never thought that would happen. These are things that come through responding. It's beautiful. You don't have to know. You don't have to plan. You just get to live. You just get to connect. You get to trust. You get to express yourself authentically with people that truly see you. It is so beautiful when you are able to trust that you are supported and you don't have to make things happen anymore. But like I said, it takes time. It takes practice. It takes support. I've had support through this. I'm part of a mastermind that supports me, gives me huge awarenesses huge support and things I wouldn't have been aware of. Coaches support me. Friends support me. When you're stepping into something different, you need support. And a lot of the times, it's not the family because they actually get scared because they don't know what's going on. They will keep you stuck. There's so much that you are limiting yourself from, more than you even can imagine, honestly. Because it's not in your mind right now. But what if now I believe I have no idea what I'm going to be doing in three months? No idea. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited to be in the moment. Because I will be doing that in that moment with no expectation. And then the next moment will come. That's the beauty. Moment to moment. The reason I wanted to share this is because it is the process that I have used for my deconditioning and I continue to use. Now there's other modalities that I'm also bringing in like equine gestalt, that huge release for me with anger, which I didn't realize I had. And I'm going to be so excited and honored to be able to offer this in a year and a half. I have another year and a half of training 
for this. Imagine uh, the growth that's going to happen in a year and a half. I can't even. I have the equine gestalt to help support with the physical release of anger. Specifically, I feel like this is going to be my thing. I've come across a lot of people that feel like anger is scary and anger is something to be ashamed of, but anger is there for a reason. And if you're able to release it in a safe space and actually say the things that you never were able to say before because of fear or control, changes your life. And if I work with people on their embodied voice and stepping into their authentic voice, you know you're going to have to say all the crap that you've swallowed down. So I'm going to be so excited to be able to bring that in. And just for a little touch of fun, I've actually started studying galactic astrology, which is galaxies and how we move through life and past lives, what galaxies we have visited. I'm dabbling in that as well. I would have never thought that would be me. I thought I was too far out there, too gone, too much. (laughs) But now it's like, huh, there's something here. And it makes me a little nervous. So that means there's something. The last thing I want to say, and I'm going to keep repeating this because it keeps showing up for me. And I want to share it with you. Anytime you feel like there is a synchronicity, it is not a synchronicity. It is there for you. So anytime that you feel like, huh, that is interesting. There's something there for you. See it. Feel it. Make note of it. Don't push it away. Because if you push it away and believe it's not true, then the signs will stop coming. What's it going to hurt you to believe it's true? Just see. Just experiment. Just like human design. Just experiment. Because when you experiment and you start to see this stuff happen, so just experiment. You don't have to have logic or a plan, no plan, just experiment. I go through a lot of the layers in my masterclass, The Unfiltered. If some of this feels interesting to you, definitely check it out. It is still $17 for the next week or two. I'm keeping it at that price. I've had beautiful testimonials of people coming back to me with feedback and appreciation for the depth that I go into and it being a real masterclass, not just like a a little thing where I just touch on things that you walk away with tangible things to do. Plus there's chanting in there. There's reflection in there. It's a real masterclass. You get to do it on your own pace. I've also gotten feedback that they love that because they have their own time and space, and then they get to digest it. That is still $17. Now, if you know that you want to go deeper, let's say you get that and you know you want to go deeper, the embodied voice is a deeper layer of the unfiltered masterclass. So we go deeper into all the things that I just talked about. The strategy authority, all your unique stuff you learn. Then we have calls every single week where we get to answer questions, give feedback, go over the content, and also a private Telegram group where we do express 
I want you to say the things that you feel like you can't say to the people around you because of fear. I want you to say the things that you feel like you have to swallow down. If you're an artist, I want you to sing. Sing to us. The reason I'm doing this is because it takes practice. I've realized this through my own practice myself. There are people that push back at you because they don't understand what's going on. You're changing. They don't like it. They are fearful. They don't understand. There's resistance, which stops people a lot of the time. And I've learned this. Luckily, I know this. And now I just laugh at the resistance. And this is the space in the Telegram group where you actually get to do that in a space where everyone's rooting you on and saying, yes, yes, yes. Say the things. Use your creative voice. Share your brilliance. Whatever it is, that's the group. So that is in the embodied voice. The seven weeks, seven calls, once a week, the telegram, and weekly content. If you want that information, I have everything in the show notes for the unfiltered and the embodied voice. You can also schedule a call with me, a 15-minute call to see if it's a good fit for you or if you have questions. There's a payment plan and a pay in full. There is a bonus for the pay in full. There's still four left where you get a deep dive session. It's called Shadows and Stillness, where we go into your gene key in the core wound and we go into that shadow and see where you've been kind of creating your life around the shadow and how you can move through it. I'm so excited about this session because it will help you see where you have this core wound of yours and how you've created your life around it and then how you can move more into the gift. So that it's not that your core wound will ever go away or the low frequency of the shadow will ever go away. It's always going to be there. It's part of who you are. And once you're able to love it and embrace it, you can smile at it when it shows up for you. Like, I see you. What are you trying to show me? Okay, I'm a little fearful here. I get it. What am I going to do? So it almost becomes a friend. And I love this because this, this session is what I'm going to be starting next year. It's going to be a 10-month journey where we go into every single one of the Jinky activations in a intimate community. So you get a taste of what that's going to be. And that's going to start in 2024. I'm so excited for that because, you know, the depth. I have to go in depth. I want to go deep with you guys. Let's get the shadows. Let's get them awake. Let's get them acknowledged. Let's get them loved. So there's so much goodness there, and I know there is a lot. There's show notes, so if you want to go down, the unfiltered is $17 for the next week or two. Then it will go to $77. Definitely check that out. The Embodied Voice starts October 13th. I would love to connect with you if you want to go deeper into that, if you want to start sharing your voice and learning more about your human design in that way. And then the bonus of being able to try out that shadows and stillness. There are still four available. That is for the painful option. So you can check that out. And then if you want to reach out, definitely just reach out, share with me. I hope you walked away with something. I hope there's something that you took to heart. I hope you go back and re-listen to this. I appreciate you so much. I'm grateful for all of you 
I'm so grateful for all of you. I'm so grateful that you're on this journey with me as I actually step into my voice and then I get to support you in some way in that way as well. So, so much gratitude. Till next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.